Shani. Chapter 13, verse 21, Perik Yud Gimel, Pasuk Havalev. Vayalu, and they went up, Vayesuru Esaretz, and they scouted the land, Mimidbar Tzin, from the desert of Tzin, Ad Rechoiv, until Rechoiv, Levei Chamos, that's to the entrance of Chamos. So, the Midbar Tzin, uh, that the Pasuk is saying here, not to be confused with Midbar Sin. Midbar Sin we had before in Shmois, uh, and Bishalach, after they left uh, Mitzrayim, they went to Midbar Sin. But the Midbar Tzin, that's already in Kodesh, that we learned later on about Midbar, where Miriam died, that was already going into Israel. And also in Yeshua, we learned by the Givul Adem Midbar Tzin, so this is Negbo, this is all in the south of Eretz Yisrael. Zakhtarashi, Mimid Bartzin Adrechoiv, Levei Chamo. Zakhtarashi, Holchu Bigvuleho, they walked on the the length of the borders, on the borders, Be'oyrechu Be'oychev, on the length and on the width, Kimin Gam. It looked like a Gam, from the Greek Gam. Rashi's meant many, many times the Gam. The Gam is the way the Meshicha was done. Rashi said many times the Meshicha was done when they used the Meshicha, they made the Akimin Gam. That's a Greek letter Gam. So what they did was like this. Holchu Ruach Gvul They went the, uh, along the border of the south and they went, they went the southern border Nimiktsoya Mizrach Ad Maidav, from the east corner till the Maidav corner. Kamoshe Tziva Moshe, like Moshe says, Azul Aluza Banegev, go up in the south. Derech Gvul Dremis Mizrachi, through the boundary of the border of the southeast. And they went the south Ad Hayom. They went all the way to the sea. Shayom Gvul Marovi, because the Yam is the Western uh, boundary. Umisham, and once they reached the southwest, they went to the entire western border, on the edge of the water, Ad until Levoy Chamos. Till Tzid was Levoy Chamos, so Eitzel Hoir Hohor. That's near. Hoir Hohor, which was Bimiktsoya, that was in the corner of Marovis Tzvenis. That was the northwestern corner, Commission of Furish, Bigvulus Ares, Parsha Elamasi, as explained in the boundaries of the land in the Parsha of Elamasi. Posiko base, Vayalu Banegib, so they went up in the south. Vayavoy Ad Hebrin. Here it says he came. Rashi is going to explain. He came to Hebrin. But Bisham. And over there, meaning in the Negev, not in Hebron, because Hebron was just called, as we'll see in the Rashi. Bisham Achimon, there were Achimon, Sheshe, Vitalmai. Achimon, Sheshe, Vitalmai, they were Yelidei uh, Ha'anok, they were descendants of the giant. The Hebron, Sheva Shonim, Nivne Solifnei Tzoyan Mitzrayim. And Hebron, uh, where they came to, um, where he came, where Kolov went himself, but this Hebron was built seven years before uh, the city of Tsoyan in Egypt. We'll see Rashi what he's saying over here. So, Rashi, Vayovat, Hebron, he came to Hebron, Rashi, Kolov, Levadi, Holach Shom, he came, meaning only Kolov himself came there. And he prostrated himself on the graves of the forefathers of Avram Tzuryakov who were buried over there. He should not be uh, persuaded. He should not be enticed to his friends. To be in their advice. Whatever they may advise. In other words, it seems like he wanted to say that he should stay strong that he is not going to fall if they, um, 
if they fail, he wants to stay, he doesn't want to be their advice, he wants to stay strong. You know, they were maybe plotting together to do together. So it says in Dvarim and to him I'll give the land that he stepped in it. And it says in Shaft Malaposikov, by eating the call of his heaven, the gift of Kol Khabra. So we see that it was El Horish Dorakbo, so it's much better him, that he stepped in it, that it was something unique to him. But definitely, I mean it doesn't say Labadi over there, but it seems the pastures that Dorakbo. And also it says, so we say he actually gave it to him. So what is the Pasik telling us Shabbat Shalom Nivnasa? So Tarashi, Efsher, is it possible Shabonachom as Hebrain? Now we know that Chom, what were the children of Chom? Hebrain, um, Hebrain is where? Hebrain is in Canaan, and it's Canaan, right? In the Pasuk it says, in Breshis Perikyut, Pasuk Vov, it says, Chom, who were the children of Chom? It was Kush, Umitzrayim, Uputuchnan. So when we talk about the Eretz Mitzrayim, those were children of Chom. Who were children of whom? Of Noach, right? Noach had a son Chom, and Chom had a son Mitzrayim, and had a son Chnon. So Hebron was where? In Chnon. That was the city that Chom built for Chnon, it seems like. And Mitzrayim was the city that Chom built for Mitzrayim for his son, right? Those were his sons. Zokt Rashi, from the Gemara, is it possible that Chom built Hebron for Canaan, who was his younger son, Bnei Akotin, his younger son, Koydim Shivna Tzoyan, before he built Tzoyan, the Mitzrayim Bnei Agodl, to Mitzrayim, who was his older son? How would he do that? Because here the Pasuk is saying that in Sheva Shonim Nivnesa, that it was built seven years before Tzoyan. Hebron was built before Tzoyan. But, but Hebron that was given to Canaan is a younger son. Why would he build Hebron before he built Tzoyan for, for Mitzrayim, his older son? Rashi, but it doesn't mean it was actually built. It was built in all good, Alechad Meshiva B'Tzoyin, it was seven times better than Tzoyin. Shema Shonim Nivnesa means it was seven times better than Tzoyin Mitzrayim. Uh, maybe, why would he give the better land to his uh, younger son than the, and give the worse land to his older son? But maybe he didn't know at the time. I mean, that, maybe that's not such a kasha. So what is the post come to teach us this? Who cares? If Sheva Shalom from Mitzrayim, or it's better. So the Torah is coming to teach us the praise of Eretz Yisrael. There is no rockier place in Eretz Yisrael. Within Eretz Yisrael, which is there is Canaan, there is no rockier place, no worse place than Hebron. That's the reason That's why they set it aside to bury the dead. That's why we made a basic forest over there. And in all the lands, Mitzrayim is considered the best land. Shemar it says in Bereshit Gimel Pasuk Yud that it was Kigan Hashem Kiaretz Mitzrayim. It talks about Zdoim. Before Hashem turned it over, it was like a garden of Hashem, like land of Mitzrayim. And within Mitzrayim itself, Tzoyan Yamula Shemaretz Mitzrayim. Tzoyan is within Eretz Mitzrayim, the best of Eretz Mitzrayim. Sheshom Moshe Vamalochim. Because over there was the settlement of the kings. Shanamar, because the Posik says in Yeshaya Lamed Posik Dalit, uh, it says that the officers were in Soya. So still what we're saying is even though Mitzrayim was the best of all the land, Soyan was the best of all Mitzrayim. Still Soyan and Hebron was the worst of Eretz Yisrael. Hebron was better than it. Seven times better than the best of Egypt. Um, what is the meaning of the Yelide Hanok? 
the children of the giants. Later on, the um, when the Yidin come and they tell about the Nephilim, about the Anok, it says over there, the Gam Yelide Hanok Reinusham. Again, it says the children of the Anok. Basically, the Gimel says further, Vishom Reinu as a Nephilim Bnei Anok. So Rashi later on teaches who these Nephilim, the who these Bnei Anok was. Uh, Rashi says over there that it was Anokim Mibnei Sham Chazai Vaazoel. They were the children of Shamchazah and Azoel, Shenoflu min Hashemayim b'meidur enosh. In the dirt enosh, they fell down. The nephilim, they fell down from the Shemayim. In the there, in the dirt of enosh. So these were the children, the grandchildren of those nephilim. Um, Rashi in different places. Rashi in Vayavoi Apolit. Uh, in Rashi, in Perik Yudalit, Posik Yudgimel, in Breshis, Rashi brings down uh, that the Polit refers to Oig, who was uh, escaped from the Mulchama. Uh, and uh, in the Medrash Breshis Rabbah, Oig, Shenifat Medera Mabel, Miyasar Refoim. He was from the Refoim Shedan and Film Hoyibaritz. Um, we'll see later on, but here the passage is Bnei Anok has to do with the people that we learned in the beginning of the Breshis in Durden, that they uh, uh, they fell down the Shemchazah, as Rashi says, Shemchazah and Azoel. I want to say that the Rashi in, in the Posik actually in Posik Dalet talks about in Breshis Perikva Posik Dalet says Anfilu Hoyu Hoyu by Yomi Mahaim. So the Nephilim Rashi teaches Al Shem Shenoflu Vipilu Esoilam. They fell and they uh, threw the world. Bloshn Ivri Loshn Anokimhu. Nephilim means Anokim. So that, that's the Bnei Anok that they were talking about. And the Pasik says, The Gam Achri Kainashe Yavoyu Bnei Ha'alikim. Uh, that the Pasik said before, the Bnei Elikim will, uh, they, they're calling them Bnei Elikim, uh, Al Bnei Sa'odam, uh, to the Yodulam Heimah, Yodulam Heimah, Gebeirim, Shemayel Manche Hashem, Asher Yavoyu Zikrashi, Hoya Yodiz Anokim Kameisim, they would give birth to giants, and the Gebeirim, the Mokim, and Anche Hashem Zikrashi, Aisam, uh, and uh, Rashi gives it other names, but just they were they were um, um, these were people that came down with them, and also the pasuk over there in pasuk uh, so the meaning of the Bnei Elikim is a classic Bnei Asorim v'Ashoftim, or Dovra Acha Bnei Elikim and Asorim Echem Shluchus Shemokim. Avemoyim Misadim meaning even the angel called Elikim Shemiklos Shemorus. So that's the Bnei Elikim that took place there. But anyway, this is the Bnei Elikim. Pasuk of Gimel by Yevoyu and Nachal Eshkol, they came to the valley of Eshkol. So this is after going to uh, the game, they went to the Negev where they saw these giants and then they came up to the valley of Eshkel. And they caught from there a branch, the Eshkel Anovim Echad, with a cluster of grapes. And they carried it on a pole between two of them. Uminarimainim from the pomegranates, uminatainim from the figs. Pasuk of Gimel. So vayaviu vayavoyu ad nachal eshkol. They came to the valley of eshkol. Vayichrusu misham zmoira, and they cut a branch, the eshkol anovim echad, uh, with a cluster 
uh, of grapes, with one cluster of, of grapes. So there's a cluster of grapes, a bunch of grapes was on that branch. And they carried it on the pole uh, between two people. And also from the pomegranates and and from the uh, and from the dates. So Trashi and from the face. So Trashi Zmoira. What is a Zmoira? The Trashi Shuchas Geffen. That's a vine branch. A branch is made Shuchas Geffen, a vine branch. The Eshkol Shlanovim Toliba, and a cluster of grapes was hanging on that on that branch. So the Pasik says, Bishnai. They carried it on a pole between two. So just if it's just sorry, they carried it. They can they carry it. Bamoit, they carry it on a pole. Any day don't I know that it's two? If you carry something on a pole and they carry it on a pole means that two people carry it on a pole. So, Matamud Lemer Bishnaim. So, why does that have to say two? Because the truth of the matter is, Bishnaim means Bishnei Motus. That it was carried, that two poles, it was not Bishnaim, two people. But you saw they carried Bishnaim with two poles. Okay, said, how so? Shmoina Notlu Eshkel. Shmoina Notlu Eshkel. It was eight people that took the cluster of grapes. Echad notal te'ena, one took the uh, fig. Ve'echad dimena, one took the pomegranate. And Yeshua ve'kolev, lo'i not lo'klum. They didn't take anything. It took eight people to take it. Lefi, she'kol atzmam lo'hoitzi dibo niskavnu. Because the intention uh, of the others was to present a a slanderous report, and kishem shepiriyam mishuna kacham mishuna, just like its fruit is is extraordinary, so the people are extraordinary. Uh, so that's why they can they they did it like that. Beim chovitz ato leida kama masu echel mehem. If you wish to know how much one of them carried, how much load, tzayu lemad mavonim sheikimu begilgo. You can learn from the stone they set up at Gilgal in Yeshua. It says, uh, Each man, he says, pick up one stone on his shoulder, and set it up in Gilgal. That was what we learned in Yeshua. So, and then our masters, the sages, they weighed they, they them. That each stone weighed 40 saw. And we also have uh, a tradition. We know that tuna the madly English al ketefe, a load that a person carries on his shoulder, ena eloshlish masui. It's only a third from a load mimasui shemasi meisud lahorim, a load that can carry when others help him lift it. So that you have to do all by yourself. So that means the forty saw weight was only a third of what they could carry together with other per- people. So that means together with other people they can carry 120 saw. So here you see how uh, strange and how heavy these um, these um, these fruits were. And it took, as it says, it took two, uh, it took eight people to carry the cluster of grapes. So let's see, how did they carry, how did eight people carry the cluster of grapes? How did it work? Rashi doesn't say how it worked. I should just say Shemoyin and not Le'eshkel, but it was be Ve'yisau b'moit they carried b'shnayim. So if you have eight people carrying, um, if you have eight people carrying the uh, with two sticks, so if you divide the two sticks, there's four ends, right? So if at each end you have two people carrying, uh, then you have um, then you have um, two people per pole. Um, you can say that you had two, but you had two crisscrossed. You had two this way, 
and two crossed one way and two crossed over the other way. So then you actually had four poles. You didn't have only two poles, but then there would be four four poles. And you had but Rashi doesn't say that in the Pashtun Rashi, Rashi says that there were two poles. Rashi doesn't give you a cheshman how they carry. Rashi just says that if there was ten people, one carried the ta'ina, one carried the riman. How does Rashi know that only one carried the ta'ina? How does Rashi know that one carried the riman? Because since the Pasuk doesn't mention any poles over here, so the carriage is the riman, so it must be one by themselves. If you use a pole, you have to have two people, but if it doesn't say a uh, pole, then it must be that they're by themselves. So they take a min harimainu from the, from the program, from the ta'ina, that means that each one was carried by one. Since there were ten and two didn't want to carry because of uh, the Eitzah, because of the Tzadzim uh, and so uh, there has to be all the Eitzah. That's what Rashi doesn't explain how they carried it. But L'chayda, you say, if it's only Mamash, if it's only two poles, uh, on each side, you know, eight people carry, whatever, whichever way they divide it. Maybe one was on the inside, one was on the middle, you know, the, you know two like the, the four were on one line of the pole, the other four were the other line of the pole on both sides, or, or whichever way they were. Rashi doesn't say the way it was divided in that way. Yeah, but must have been a job just to eat those fruits and things like that. You know? I mean, the court Rashi's Cheshbin is saying, so if it's 40 saw, it's 120 saw. That's, and so each scrape was, or was, uh, was humongous. Uh, I was also disproportionate to the. Um, the grapes are huge. How big can a grape be? Yeah, but the, the pomegranates, you know, I mean, if it takes a person, Rashi oh, says. Oh, pomegranate? Yeah. How do we know? Okay, Rashi thinks, Rashi assumes that they used all their koyach to carry it. With regards to the, um, with regards to the pomegranate and the fig, we don't know. It's just one person carries it. We don't know, know, know if they used older kayak or they used a third of the kayak or they used a what a what power, maybe less than the kayak. They just carry it because only one person carries it at a time. The question becomes because it seems that they carried the Moit Bishnaim, the Pasuk is telling you because that tells you that they distributed the weight. And when Rashi makes the Cheshbin, he's also making a Cheshbin for uh, what you wear by, do by yourself and what you can do when you have other people helping you to carry. So Rashi mainly is talking about from the way they carry the cluster of the grapes. Because it seems like they needed um, eight people to carry it. Rashi assumes that the Pusky is telling you, yeah, because that's how much it actually took for them to carry that cluster of grapes. And Rashi assumes that they took, they used the maximum amount of effort that the people had, uh, what they were they able to do. Um, but I don't know that because they ate. The reason it was eight because that was all the maraglim. I mean, they so they carried it together. Uh, how do we know? Like maybe they took four and four, and they took chances. Uh, I mean, they took turns. Maybe they didn't carry it. You know, maybe four carried and they rested, and they let the other people carry it. Maybe two. Maybe uh, we know there was two poles. Two poles. You need four people. But how do we know that they all carried all together? Uh, when the when the when Rashi says Shemayna Notlu Eshkel, it doesn't mean eight brought the Eshkel. Notlu means that they took the Eshkel, meaning they took them to carry it, not just that they were involved in the carrying like four and four, but that was the whole carrying which took place because they had eight people carrying together. Uh, but who says the use of the Kaiach? There was eight of them, whatever it was, and they all wanted to participate, so they all did it. All right, we'll go by, we're going to go by it. Tosik of Dalit. Uh, they called the place the Valley of Eshkel because of the cluster, the Eshkel is a cluster that the children of Israel caught from there they returned from scouting the land at the end of 40 days um, so the end of 40 days Dr. Rashi it took him 40 days for the whole scouting. Uh, the land measures 400 parsons by 400 parsons. If you take an average person, he walks, is a sort of parsois liyen. A person walks uh, 40 pars, uh, 10 parsois liyen. That's an average person. An average person, an average day, walks 10 parsois. 
So how much persoas, if we should take an average person walks 10 persoas a day, what, how, how much does it take for 40 days? So you have 40 times 10, right? So 40 times 10 is 400. So, so it's only 400. So that's just going on the west side. Rashi says they started before, they started with the east, they went to the west on the Gvul, on the border. From the uh, starting from the east, they went towards the Yam, and then they turned Kimingam, as Rashi said before, and they made a turn. Then they went along the whole western border. But so, just to uh, get one direction, it would take them up to the corner. Would take them forty days. And they on top of that went the length and the width. I mean, Rashi doesn't specify it, and they had to come back also. Right? It's not only Orko, that's just, if you assume that they walk 10 parsons a day, and if Eretz Yisrael is 400 by 400, so that just assumes just to get to the other corner would take them 40 days. So they went Orko Berokba. I think Rashi doesn't specify that, but even to get there, but it was revealed that he's going to decree for them for a day. For each day that they spent, it's going to cost them a year in the desert. So so he shortened the way before them, so that he made them walk quickly. So Bahamasin they walked, um, again, to come back, it doesn't say exactly when, but Bahamasin they walked four times as fast, right? Because uh, they can only walk um, 40 days. Uh, in 40 days, they walked what it took to walk really 120 days. Uh, what it talks, what it takes to work 160 days, because 40 for each side, and then 40 for each side back, right? So it's together, it's 120 days. So they all, oh, Abraham they made the way short for them. Pasuk So now the pasuk says, "Vayelchu vayevoyu al Moshe." So they went and they came to Moshe, vel Aaron and to Aaron. They came back to Moshe and Aaron. Even though the in the parsha by Yishtach, it doesn't say anything about Aaron. Or it just says by Moshe, Yishtach and Moshe. But they came back. It says to Moshe and to Aaron they came back. Well, Kol Adas Bnei Yisrael to the entire community of the Bnei Yisrael. They came back on Midbar Poron to the Midbar of Poron. Now we say they were in Risma, but the pasuk says here Kodesha. So the calls it also Kodesh, but I don't. In the Masoes we don't find no Kodesh over there. In here, in this in this section, it just says Risma. So here, Rashi, the pasuk says Kodesh. It came back to Kodesh. I don't know, uh, you know, there's another name for the Rishma. I have to still look, but I didn't see it in the in the Pashas Masa. I didn't see it called Kodesh. It was all called later on. Rashi says Rishma was because of Lashon Hara, but not Kodesh. But here the pasuk says Kodesh. By Yeshivu Aisam Davar, and they brought them back a report. So Aisam is whom Moshe Again, why Aaron over here? Because, you know, Aaron was against the leadership over there, but even though, again, in the Pasuk it didn't uh, specifically say by descending, when it talks about the Shlach, it didn't say about uh, specifically, it's just Moshe, Moshe over there, only Moshe is mentioned over there. But they brought back a report to Moshe and Aaron, and then also that's called Aida. They brought back to the entire community, and they showed them the fruit of the land. So Trashi, but here it says, they went and they came. They didn't go, they went 40 days ago. It says again here, they went and they came. Why, why, why bring in now when they went? Vayelcho means they went where? They went to spy. They went on the journey, right? So why is they going? So they're coming back now. Why, why are we all of a sudden talking about that they're going? So Trashi, what is it? Why is, what is he talking about uh, they went? Uh, this is coming to equate to compare they're going to the coming just as they return when they came back now is with a bad advice they had bad intentions so was their departure and the journey with evil intent they also went with an evil intent now when they went now Rashi before said a few times already before Right in the beginning, when Hashem 
benched. Rashi says Anoshim, right? That when they picked them out, it says they were Anoshim. Chashuvim. Rashi says, but what do you mean Chashuvim? Rashi doesn't say it that way, but it's understood. How is it Chashuvim? We learned that Anoshim Chashuvim, when they did such a terrible thing, Rashi says, They were righteous at the time. Then Rashi, again, when it says by Yeshua, when he went to Hashem Vayikra Yeshua, and he gave him the name Vayikra Hashem Yeshua, he told him, Yudke Yeshiach, right? Matzas um, Beraglim, but it doesn't say Eitzaroh, it just says Atzas, advice. Also, by Kolev, he went to, the Eitzaroh should help him, he went to Bimishtatach, previous in the, in the, in the parish that we read, that, um, by Yovayat Chaber, Dr. Ashi, that Nishtash Lay Nisos Lachabedev Lias Batsosom shouldn't be in their advice. So there's also all in the advice. But here Rashi says, Be awesome, be eight so raw. Rashi has bad advice. So I don't know if the eight so raw Rashi means it wasn't that they went to Chila to, they were Kshayim Rashi, Rashi says. The Eitzero was mean bad advice. Mean you know uh, maybe it was you know uh, their advice was that they're gonna say what they saw or they're gonna uh, not that they're gonna say bad, but uh, they went out to give a, a report uh, more you know they went with the wrong attitude sort of. So Eitzero could mean I don't know if Eitzero doesn't mean the actual diva the way they did they slandered it, but it means really. In a bad advice, you know, to, 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 to go ahead and try to figure it out. And they went with a wrong attitude, so they came back with a wrong attitude. Okay, we have to look this further. We did have a discussion in the Sikha also, the different Sukkim, the Eitzah, Eitzah, Rav. But Yeshiva is some Dover, and they responded to them. Whom did they respond to? As Moshe Vesari. So they returned to Moshe Nari, they responded to them. Pasuk Chosai. Vaisabru Loi. And they told him, now who's the loy? We said lohem. Loy means to Moshe, right? So the 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 maraglim, the spies, the scout, related to Moshe. But Yehimron, they said, Banu el haaretz, we've come to the land Asher Shlachtonu that you sent us. So now it's understood why they're saying to Moshe because Moshe is the one that sent him. Shlach l'chol Moshe, the gam, and also zavas cholav udvash. It runs with milk and honey. He. And this is the fruit. Now, um, oh, because the Abishter has already promised them, like in Shmois, Perigim Poskit Ches is going to bring you to land Zobas Cholavudvosh, in Perigimel Poskit Zayin, in Perigimel Poskit Hey, Perigimel Poskit Hey, so Ches, Zayin, and Hey. Now, um, so when they're saying here, it looks like it's as if they're saying the gamzov's cholodvoshi, like they have to promise that it's going to be nezov's cholodvosh. I mean, Moshe Rabbeinu didn't tell them, and this pasuk of here is of cholodvosh, but before it was knowing that they're going to nezov's cholodvosh. So Rashi says any lie that doesn't have koldovosh, uh, period. This is the fruit they showed. Rashi is of cholodvosh. Um, so Rashi almost wants to know this is a good thing, right? So why would they say a good thing? If they wanted to slander, if they came back to say, why did they say a good thing? Rashi, any lie that you don't say a little bit truth in the beginning, in this kind of cannot be maintained in the end. You cannot hold on to what you're saying. So basically, the, the, the spies knew that if they want their lie that they're going to say to stick, what they're going to say, they have to say a little bit of truth. So, Akilu, I think Rashi is explaining why would they all of a sudden say the truth? I mean, why if they want to say bad? So, that's what Rashi says. They said it because they knew that if they want the rest of it to stick, they must say something good. But, Rashi says it was a Dvar Sheker. It was a false. What they said about Israel is false. It's not true. Did say what, what did they say? But we say it's true. The, does that appear the fruit they showed? This is the for evidence. So what was not true? You know, sometimes you can say the same thing, and you can say. So let's see in the uh, in, in the parsha what they said, what they lied. So they slandered or they lied. So Rashi posik of Ephes, however, so although it is true that it's Zavos Chavodvash, however, Ki Oma Yeshav Baritz, the people inhabit the land are mighty. 
Vahorim Betsuris Gedalus Maid and the cities are extremely fortified. Right? They're large and fortified cities. Now uh when and we even saw the offsprings of the giant. We saw over there, as we read before in the Pasik, when they came the we even saw the sons of the giants. Now all this is true, it doesn't say it is lying. Now in Moshe Rabbeinu's instruction to them, he said he gave them a simon and he told them you should see what type of the people is, whether he's a strong people or not. Uh, uh, but he gave them a simon rash that they're machanim in the So if they're mifzorim, if they're betzuris gedolos, that means that they're weak. Rashi says. Uh, But over here he's telling them both. The people are mighty, that means that they're strong, and they're fortified. It seems like they're do they're both. Uh that's an expression of strength. Bitsuris means the Odin Bitsuris is a strong. So maybe not fortified, but the Targuma the Targum translate translates it Krikan. Uh, that means that they are circular fortresses, uh, very strong. Lashoin Bironius Agulis. That's circular fortresses. But I guess they had both. Moshe Beni gave them the sign that has both. And then he says, and then he says, Posik Haftas, Amolik Yoshib Eretz Hanegev. The Amalekim they sit in the land of the on the south of the land. Now Vahiti Vayivusi Vahmoiri he mentions the Khiti, the Yivusi and the Amoiri they live Yesha Bahar, they live in the mountain. Vaknani and the Knani Yeshev alayom valyadayarni. He sit by the sea coast and next to the yard. The the sea coast they saw. We know they went at the Ruach Barovis. They saw the sea coast. The yardin is on the. I guess by the east side they were walking. By the east side along the south along the southern border of Eretz Yisrael so I guess by the um, by the uh, east side over there, there is the yard I'm going to start figuring out the map now over here but um, but he only mentions over here uh, these four of the three nations Chitim, uh, Yevusi, Amayri and the Kanani plus the Amaleki now Rashi already said before that all these um, seven nations are sometimes called that it's Canaan in one name, and Canaan is a separate name by itself also. When uh, in, in the Pasik Hey in Perikid Gimel in Shemois, uh, the Eishu says, I bring you a letter to Canaani, the Rashi, Afapish Leimon El Chamisha Momim, even though it counts only five, Kol Shiva Goin Bemashma, Shekulam Bechal Canaanim Hey, Beachas Mamishpres Canaan, Hoiso, Sheloi Nikra Lo Shem, Elo Kanani. So there's one of them which was just called Kanani. But all the other ones are part of the Kanani. Anyways. I also, Rashi says, why did he mention Amolek? Amolek Yoshif, because they had already problems with Amolek. They already been burnt by Amolek. Uh, so the spies mentioned it in order to frighten them. Uh, they mentioned the Kanani in order to frighten the Yidden because of the uh, of, of the uh, Molik. Now I don't know how again the uh, the uh, geography over there, but before we learned in the Chumash with Amalek, we learned when they came out right from Mitzrayim. Here they went to Midbar Sinai, 
and they were now in Midbar Poran. Okay, they went to Kibbutz Atayvah in Chatzeris, and now they went to Midbar Poran. But I assume that Kanani uh, was closer to Mitzrayim on the way out, just out of Mitzrayim. In Perik in Shmois Perik Zayin, Posik Aleph, the Posik talked to the Vayisukol Adas Bnei Yisrael in Midbar Sin LeMasayim. There's a Vayachnu Birfidim. And over there is the Pasuk Ches V'yavah Moloch V'yelochem Em Yisrael B'Rifidim And then later on from this Rifidim they continue to go to towards Har Sinai as the Pesukim Baiter speak about You know, it's kind of hard to uh, figure out without knowing the geography over there but um, apparently Amalek was sitting on that side with the Negev as the Pasuk says here but he mentions them Amalek because they already had trouble with Amalek he mentions them Amalek so in order to scare them, so I mean, this is um, this is, could be part of uh, of the report. But so far, we don't see too many lies over here. That as Alma Yeshua Oretz and the Oretz Betulis Dils Me Aroid and Yelida Nakri Inusham, that we don't see. The pasuk talked about when it says they went. It says about they saw the fruit, and it also says that when they came there, that they. Uh, saw the Achim HaSheish Talmud. These two things the Pesach talks about what they saw. They saw the, the giants and the Pesach says that they saw the uh, they saw the fruit. But here they're coming back and they're also saying about the cities and about the Yilid Anok. Um, then it says the Kanani Yeshua Hayom Val Yad Yardin. What does it mean Yad Yardin? Yad Kimashmoy. It means in the literal sense. Meaning the hand, Eitzelayad, next to the Yadin. Uh, uh, so that it means, and you won't able to cross over the Yadin to get there. Uh, the, um, I don't know what Rashi is trying to exclude over here. By the, by, by the Yom it says, Yoshev al Hayom. And so here it changes, it doesn't say Yoshev al Hayom, but al Hayadin. Over here it says Yeshiv al Yom Val Yad Hayardin. Rashi is saying something over here. Rashi is saying Yad Hayardin means literally it was sitting on the handle of on the hand of the Yardin, which means like Because when it's saying that they're sitting over the Yom over there, we're not talking about that they won't be able to go through. It's not an, a, a fact. It's just telling you where they're living. That they're living in by the Yam, by the Yam, but it doesn't impact them where they live. It's just that was just a geographical point that lived on Amolik Amolik He's telling them geography. Amolik Yeshu Beretz Negev, Vachita Vusamir Yeshu Bahor, Vaknani Yeshu Valayom. Now here he's telling them Val Yad Hayardin, so that you next to the Yardin and you can't go over. So that's what Rashi means Kimashmoi, as the understanding from the other Yardin. I don't know what Rashi is trying to say because. The rest of it seems almost uh, um, just geography point. Now, did the did they say anything bad so far? The only thing they said was that we see in the words in the pasuk in the pasuk shot. They said Ephes, Vigam, Although Zavas Cholavod Vashiv is a Piria, Ephes. However, they didn't. They didn't need to say more. They didn't have to say. They say this is the fruit. However, it's a very powerful people. Their cities are fortified. Okay, now you come to the conclusion. So they didn't have to say much. It's not like they said a whole lot of things. They just said one thing. But then that was enough to. So following that, Pasuklamet, Vayas Kolev Esaom. So Kolev silenced the people. El Moshe. So they hear to hear Moshe. Uh, no, he's, what does it mean to Moshe? We'll see. El Moshe, towards Moshe, what he's going to say bad about Moshe, they thought. We'll see the Rashi. But Yemir says, We will go up via Rashnoi, so we will inherit here. We will be able to. So they, they didn't even say it that we can't. The Pasuk doesn't say it. They said, Kolev says, We will. We will do it. We can do it. So Rashi, we asked Kolev, He made them all quiet. What does it mean, El Moshe to Moshe? Lishmoya Mashi Daber be Moshe. To hear what he's going to say on Moshe. Tzavach, he screamed, and he said, 
is this alone what Ben Amram, the son of Amram, has done for us? Now, sometimes when you want to say bad about somebody, you don't say him by his name, you call him, say Ben Amram, the expression even Ben Amram, without saying, they said Ben Amram, because they don't even want to mention his name, they're angry at him, so they say, is this alone? Yeah, in a way, they're going to say bad. The one who listens thought, that he's coming to tell us in his shame. Now, there must have been already a hint from the fact that all the other spies carried, and Kolev and Yeshua didn't carry any of the fruit. And Rashi said before already that they knew that they were coming to make trouble, that they had a bad advice, that they were going to slander at Yisrael. So the other spies already saw that they were not be'atzas with them already when they were coming. But still, I guess for the other people, they didn't carry, they didn't want to do that, so it was already known that they're differing. So, because they already had their heart against Moshe because the words of the Maraglim, because they were now upset with Moshe because they already said Ephes. So all of a sudden everybody got quiet. So, the reason they only got quiet is because to Moshe. They were saying, it was all the people there, one of all the 600,000 people there, they're coming back to the people to give the report. Omar, he said, but how did he say? Says, didn't he split the sea for us? He brought down the month for us. And he brought us the uh, quail. Now, I understand, but uh, so that's a big thing that he but he gives love. Now, which love is he talking about? If he's talking about this love that they just had prior to this stop, when they had in, in, in before Chatzedes, in Kivris HaTayva, uh, that wasn't such a big deal, because they died from that slav, he did die immediately, he brought us the quail, that wouldn't be such a maila, it must be L'Cheri, he's talking about the slav, that we learned in Parshish Shemais uh, over there, with Erev, he died them, and uh, that they gave him the slav over there, because otherwise, I mean, why would they, why would they mention that? So he said, Oloi Nale, so that means, double Lash Noloi Nale, Afilu Bashamayim, even if we have to go up to the Shamayim, even if it's in the heaven, Vuhoimer Asusulomis, make ladders, Vaalu Sham, and go up there, Natsliya Bacholdvarov, we will be successful in all of his words. Meaning, Dvarov of Moshe Rabbeinu, because Moshe Rabbeinu said all this, and we'll be successful. Uh, this is for not So is the uh, custom of someone uh, um, a person who wants to quiet down a group of people. He says has. But the men who went up with him, him with Kalev, Amru, they said, We cannot able, we're not able to go up to the people, because they're strong, stronger than, than, than we, than us. But also says, uh, can also be interpreted as, They said that he's stronger than him, than, than Hashem. Uh, uh, so this is the actually. So they were actually saying after Kolev saying Olinala uh, before they can even say. So they they said no, we can't. Uh, they spread uh, the evil report so that they uh, scouted it. Albrei Israel to the sons of Israel. Lamer saying the land that we. Uh, Pass through it to scout it, to explore it. It's a land that consumes its inhabitants. Uh, and all the people we saw in it, uh, a man of, uh, of measure. Uh, Rashi say tall, big people. So now, already, uh, first they said that we can't go up. And... Um, Kolov said yes, they said no. Now they're already starting to uh, speak slander um, and they're saying it's bad. Now they're finding bad people, bad, bad things about the land. It's a land that consumes its inhabitants. Um, 
And then there are also Mcholoam Asherin Busoicha Anshimidis. Not only the Anokim that they were talking about the Bnei Anok, but there was even all of them. Let's see Rashi. Chelas Yisrael. Cholmokim Shavarnu. Everywhere we placed, we passed through Matzonim Koyvrei Mesim. We found them burying the dead. Bakadosh Baruch also Leteva. Hashem did it to their benefit. Kidei Letardom Beavlom to preoccupy them in the morning. Late no leave Leilu, so they shouldn't give mind to these guys, to the Shlo, to the Maraglim. To the, to the scouts to make sure that they're not going to see them so that was for their benefit uh, to preoccupy them but they went and took it out for the bad um, so things can happen but people can interpret it in the way they uh, they wish to so they wish to uh, to interpret it for the bad men of measure they are tall big and tall you have to give a measure for them. Like for example, Goliath, we find you have to give a measure. His height is six Amis and a Zer. So we have to measure him. Uh, ish modin, a man of great uh, stature. Or Divra Yomim Aleph, Perikidal Poskov Gimel. It says Ishmida, a man of such. So when we want to say a big person, we say Mida. It says Anshimidus. Lamad Gimel. V'shamro Inu Esanefilim. Over there we saw the Nefilim. Uh, and why they call Nefilim? We'll see those who fell down. We'll see in the uh, in the Rashi uh, that they were Bnei Anok. They were the sons, the descendants of the giants. Minha uh, Nefilim. So they're called Nefilim, and they are the sons of the giants who came from the Nefilim, Minha Nefilim. So they had the, re- the regular name, they were referred to as Nefilim, that was their name. And then he describes the, those were the sons of the Anok that were from the Nefilim. And we were in our eyes as grasshoppers, so small next to these people. And say likewise, we were in their eyes. That's the way they looked at us too. Zakt Rashi Hanifilim is really the Nefilim are giants. Really, the Nefilim is the giants, and they the giants, sons of giants, Bnei Anok from the Nefilim. Anokim. So the Anifilim, the first Nefilim is Anokim. Those are giants, Mibnei, from the sons of Shamchazai v'Azoel. Uh, Shamchazai and Azoel, Shenoflu min ha-Shamayim b'meidir Enish. They fell from Shamayim in the generation of Enish. The Nephilim are mentioned uh, in the Parsha Breshis, in Pedic uh, Va of uh, Posig Dale. The Posig says there, Hanifilim hoyu Ba'aretz Bayomim Haheim. Rashi Taich is over there. What is the meaning? Hanifilu Hoyu Ba'aretz Bayomim Haheim. Hanifilim the Klash Hashem Shenoflu. They fell. Vipilu Vipilu Asoylam. In our Rashi over here, Rashi says Shenoflu Min Hashemayim. So that is the first Shenoflu because they fell. Over there, Rashi has also Vipilu Asoylam. Um, and uh, Rashi says Beloshin Ivri that means Anokim so that means that they are giants so Nephilim means the giants were there but the way they the reason the giants got the name of of Nephilim is because they fell in Hashemayim so the Pasuk says this giant was in those days in Rashi Taich in the Derech Mnekayin were the Torah Council over there. But later on, the Pasuk continues, Vegam Achrei Kain. And also afterwards, and Rashi Taichis, even after they saw the the loss of the Derech Enesh, Olokiyonov Hitzishlisha Oilom, the Derech Mabel did not subdue themselves for him. And then, as the Pasuk continues, uh, that they continue to rebel against Hashem. Uh, but the Pasik says, Asher Yevoyu Bnei Ha'alikim El Bnei Sa'odom. So the, the, uh, the Bnei Ha'alikim, those are the Nephilim, those who, who fell. Uh, 
they are called the Bnei Lekim, and the Bnei Sa'odam, Yodlem, and they gave birth to them. Hema uh, Gibayrim, Gibayrim means those who rebel on Hashem, Anshe Hashem, people with name. Rashi Taichis of Adesha, Nikki Ruvu Bishemus, Ayorad Mechuyo, Mesushoyal, or Anshe Shmomesh, Mesushoyal, Mazrashi, says over there. But they had the children. These were also the Bnei Anok. Uh, these are the Nephilim. Uh, Rashi uh, says that I mean, Targ Yenison taich sham chazai v'izil haynu Nephilim min shemaya. They fell from the heavens. V'have ba'ayra b'yeman ha'inun. V'av basar kain. He brings that us later. The alun Bnei Rabrevayo. Levaz benas anosha v'yoldin lahein v'inu miskavrin gavrin de ma'alma inshin shmoin. The Gemara Meseches needed of Samachalaf Amad Aleph says that uh, um, Hashem said to Moshe Al Tiro, uh, and the Gemara says that Sichem Vayig were brothers. Uh, he quotes that from our Mar Sichem Vayig bnei Achia Bar Sham Chazay Havi. So Sichem and Vayig were brothers. They were all the sons of Achia, who was the Son of Shemachazai, and this is what Rashi is talking about over here. Also, I'm just mentioning the Shemachazai over there, and also Azoil. This was the Nephilim that uh, Nephilim uh, and Hashemayim. Just to um, uh, clarify a little bit with how they came, we may they Danish during the Danish generation. How did they know that we were in their eyes? Shamanu Emrim, we heard them say Zalaze Nemolim Yesh Bekramik Anoshim. There are uh, Ants in the uh, vineyard-like uh, like people. Uh, I don't know why the Gemara Rashi changes in Loshin Chagovim uh, should be instead of saying Nemolim Yesh Bekravim, should say Chagovim Yesh Bekravim Kanoshim, because that was the Loshin of the uh, Pasuk. I mean, Chagov is bigger than Anamola, but still the Pasuk says Chagovim. Um, uh, the word Anok, Bnei Anok, we call Anok a giant, but Anok is also uh, around the neck when you wear a, uh, uh, a necklace. It's called an Anok. Shemanikin Chamo Bekeimosom. They would, the sun was uh, draped around the neck uh, because of their height. So they had like, uh, from the sun, their sun, it, 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 it draped them around. It was like a a necklace for them. Pasuk Aleph. Matisa Kolaido, the entire community raised, uh, they raised, Vayitno Eskoilom, so they raised their voices, they gave their voices, Vayivku Ha'om Balailahu, and the people wept on that night. So Kolaido, all the community, Rashi Sanhedrois, that is the uh, members of the Sanhedrin. Uh, the Sanhedrin we had before, those were the Shivim Ish that Moshe Rabbeinu uh, chose. And um, um, before, now what would be the, uh, the Rashi says over there, Lo Yosef, either they were just one time Nivuah, or, uh, but if the Pshat of Lo Yosef they didn't cease, how can they uh, be part of all this? Also, what is Rashi's hechra? Because it says Kol Ha'ida, because before the Pasuk refers to them as the Om. Vayas Kol Om, and then the, always it's the Om, Adas Bnei Yisrael. It's Kol Adas Bnei Yisrael, but here um, it doesn't say Adas Bnei Yisrael, but it says Ha'ida. Um, um, still not so clear. Maybe Kol Ha'ida means the Adas Bnei Yisrael said before. How does Rashi mean the Sanhedrois? Uh, it includes Sanhedrois. It's not excluding only the Sanhedrois, but it was all of them. So maybe that's learned because it says Kol Ha'edo. If it was said just Vatisa Ha'edo, then it would mean the community. But the word Kol is including the Sanhedrois. Kol Ha'edo. Pasuk Beis, Vayiloinu al Moshe ve'al Arin Kol Bnei Yisrael. So all the Bnei Yisrael complained Against Moshe and Aaron. And again, also Moshe sent them, but we had also, they came back to Moshe and to Aaron. And the entire community said to them, If we would only have died in the land of Egypt, 
or only if we died in the desert. We wish that we would have died. Why is Hashem bringing us to this land? To fall by the sword. Our wives and our children will be as spoils. Is it not better for us to return to Egypt? So a man says to his brother, one said to each other, let us appoint a leader and let's go back to Mitzrayim. As the tag renders, let us appoint a head. Let's place a king upon us. And the Rabbi Seinu, our masters, teachers explain, it's a language of idol worship. And Moshe and Aaron fell on the face of Nekol, Kahal Adas, B'nei Yisrael, in front of the entire community, of the congregation of the community of Israel. Pasuk Vav. And now, Yeshua bin Nun, B'chol ben Yifuna min ha-Torim, Esaretz, Yeshua bin Nun, and B'chol ben Yifuna, who also for those who want that scouted the land, caught a big day, and they rendered their garments, they tore their garments. So here we have Yeshua bin Nun joining Kalev. As he said to the entire community of Israel, saying, The land that we have passed through, uh, it's a very, very good land.